0: Howdy, folks. This is Lambda, and I am here at Strange Loop with two very awesome friends. I'm going to have them introduce their names and share their pronouns with you.
1: I am Baptiste, and pronouns he. Yeah. Okay. I'm Christophe, Christophe Grand, and uh, my pronoun is B.
0: Awesome. So, what initially brought you all to Strange Loop, and where did you come from? Where are you from?
2: We are from France, Paris, and we had a workshop yesterday about the compiler we wrote, which is uh, Clojure Dart. It's, it's a closure that uh, targets the Dart ecosystem, basically. The idea is to be able to build Dart application on desktop or mobile applications.
1: I'm coming through to fr- from France too, not from Paris. And I'm more on the Cron side. And uh, yet we have been working on our own dialect of closure. Uh, with the goal being to reach native mobile and desktop applications.
0: Wow. To fill in some of the listeners that may not be familiar with Clojure, what does Clojure mean to you? And how did you first get involved doing it?
2: For me, Clojure is the reason
1: I still, I'm still still doing this job.
2: Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> For me, Clojure is a long story, but basically when an encounter of Clojure Clojure was pretty young, a couple of months old, since the public release, and it ticked all the boxes for language that I was looking for at the time. So uh, there's been love at first sight with Pleasure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so you have this partnership where you're building a tool to enable Clojure developers to do UI. Share with us why this is so significant. Where is Clojure typically used?
2: Pleasure is used everywhere. On the back end and front end with JavaScript. And uh, it's a lovely language because of immutability, the ripple, and the lifts like uh, features that you get. So uh, it's pretty much all this. And we thought that the missing part was basically UI, mobile, and desktop applications. And it, at first, it was um, like a toy project, and it became bigger and bigger. And- so now we have uh, almost uh, closure, uh, which is fully implemented in data. so uh, yeah.
0: Wow, so, so how long have you all been working on it? And has it been the entire time together or did one person start?
1: So but, but to start, it has been what? I don't two years in the life?
2: Yeah, two years at the house, something like that. So it was uh, during COVID, we had more time, so it let us work on this. But we have also jobs, <laughs> so we do much work whenever we can. We have the uh, phases where we work during a few days straight, and
1: yeah. We are both independent contractors, and we are used to work as a team, mostly as a pair. But it had uh, this idea of trying to create first a list for mobile, and then it evolved into a treasure for mobile. And at first, I was a bit unconvinced by the platform because the art and are a bit too dependent on Google. But after gathering more information, he managed to convince me and we joined forces. But yeah, the way we work on Treasure Dart is dependent on our paid work. So, sometimes bo- we get the opportunity to do paid work in ClojureDot. But most of the background work, writing on a compiler and so on, is it, done on all, all free time. Oh. And I think we really
2: have to thank uh, ROM Research, the company. They, uh, they believed in us very soon and they financed us two months to work fully on the compiler. And they are using dot and so on. So. I'm not thinking of that, uh, yeah.
1: thanks to Rome. <laughs> yeah, they bet their mobile strategy on Uncle Jorda pretty early on. And uh, we recently got, got a, cl- a Treasury Together grant for the next three months. So it's going to allow us to spend more days on Clover.
0: So is that how that's a three-month three months? Time, will you be working full-time on this project?
1: Not full-time. The grant isn't enough to support the of us full-time, but it's definitely going to allow us to spend more time on it.
0: Okay. So what you've created helps closure developers and it empowers them to do native app development. Um, and to just to be candid, I took the workshop that they ran the other day, and it was really exceptional. I had heard so many good things, but then experiencing it was really awesome. What struck me about it is that it is a solution to the problem that largely gets out of the way because I've worked with, I've done a lot of work in ClojureScript and I've done run-in work in Clojure and all of that, and most Clojure developers don't care about UI. <laughs> and they don't want to have to. And that's what was, that's what stuck out to me is it lets you, it, like it gets out of your way to let you do what you want to do. Was that by design? Would you like to share? How much did that weigh in on the decision to develop the tool?
2: It was not like a big strategy decision to, to develop the compiler. It was more, uh, how can we spend free time Stuff, you know, and then it became bigger and it took more time and it became more interesting for us. So we are more, honestly, we are more discovering what we are making. It's, it evolves and it's, it's really not a business strategy. If we can make some money out of it in a few years, it would be awesome, of course, but we really don't have a path of writing a recipe of writing uh, a UI application right now. We are still finding out how to do it. And there is no clear answer right now.
1: (laughs) To me, the thing is that Flutter looks very interesting, but you can only use it by writing some dots. And I was always some closure. So we chose to do the most rational thing, which is to write a compiler instead of writing in the language. As a way to, to bring leverage, because uh, for sure is more, to me, a bit more than a language. It's also a kind of toolkit for thought. And it gives you a way to think about problem in terms of data and, and not focus on uh, having a big hierarchy of, uh, of classes and so on. So it puts the data front and center. And it's really something which I appreciate, appreciated in Clojure. And when you have some closure dialects, it allows you to bring your skills to another platform, another environment, uh, so that you only have to, to learn what is specific to, for example, the web platforms with Clojure script, or to Dart and Twitter with closure Dart, or closure CLR, and so on. But your core competencies stay the same. And uh, so we have done our best in the closure out to to bridge the gap between the host and closure itself, so that it's almost transparent that you that you are de- dealing with something else.
0: Yeah, and I think you brought up a very interesting thing that I guess we'll share more about closure. We get all of this; people talk about us. Oh, functional programming. I really feel like it's much more data oriented. Yeah. and I feel I often feel like a data oriented programmer in a big like <laughs> functional programming cloak that, like once you see inside, that's what is really going on. And it sounds like you feel like that's very illustrated and that's in your implementation. So that's it's good to hear that philosophically it aligns. So for the next three months, you have some funding. You're working on this. how what are the? Points in which people can get involved if they either want to use the tool or if they think they'd like to contribute on it. What are the best integration points to you and what's the easy fruit to pick up, you know, the low-hanging fruit?
1: First, use it.
2: Short term, I, I feel that it's the best way to give us feedback. Yeah. is to use it heavily to give us what are the pain points, basically. And
1: then for the Braves, uh, they can help us uh, with the compiler. Yeah, but there's more than the compiler. There's also all the tooling around Clojure. For example, we just uh, rewrote one of the libraries that we ship with the compiler. And it breaks all the rules which have been written for Kondo, which is a linter. And uh, so we would like help with integrating with the ecosystem at large. So better support in, in the IDE And there, there's a lot of integration work to do so that is a first class dialect for the existing tool. So, plus documenting, writing blog posts, things like that. And also being vocal about what is good or bad, even if you figure this out. Because just yesterday, we discovered that we had a user with, with a big code base. And we had almost never heard of him. So that was uh, cool, but we'd like to, to know more about his experience.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like just using the tool. And is there a mechanism that you recommend for onboarding with the tool? I'm listening to this. I'm like, oh, that solves everything I want to do. How do I do it? Is it through a GitHub? Do you, you know, there was a workshop here. So if you're listening to this now, sorry, you missed the workshop. But is there any online resources or read me. Yeah.
2: So you can go to the GitHub repository, just type closure darts. And we try to write the documentation, uh, up to date documentation. And also we are pretty active on Slack. We have a channel. We try to reply
1: very fast. Uh, and uh, so if you type closure, closuredart.org, you get to the repo. And uh, we also have a YouTube channel. with a couple of videos that we had, uh, an int a young woman, an intern working on Microsoft Art this summer, and she produced uh, some videos alongside some some sample codes and so on. So, yeah, it's some introductory material, but it's pretty easy to get started. The the most difficult part is learning to navigate the the photo ecosystem eh, and and finding documentation for that if you are not familiar with it. Also, there is a sample
2: directory in the project, where you have eight or nine different micro projects, so you can you can just run the code.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: you have example like animations, drawing stuff, input text, basic stuff, but that are still useful to get
1: the touch and feel of that and photo. Yeah, for fl- the photo team has a, does an amazing job. At uh, Dev Relations. And uh, they, produce, they are producing a lot of videos, but also some written documentation. And they have a lot of, uh, a big cookbook with a lot of recipes. And so we are trying to port them. And porting recipes it is also something that we would need help with. We had a couple of PRs for that in the past, but we'd really like to reach parity with the official cookbook.
0: Yeah, Okay. to so go over that again, just using the thing is yeah. great, especially if you um, are using tools that may not, you know, if you have some knowledge using uh, VS Code or IntelliJ or things that are special to your stack, that would be some great, um, some great experience. And that some outlying to do work would be the porting to keep up to date with the Flutter documentation, which is kept Fabulously up-to-date is what it sounds like.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, folks can check in on the Slack channel. They can reach out. Both of you are pretty publicly accessible. Is there anything else that either of you would like to share?
2: Uh, I think what we are building is awesome. And I personally want to write many applications. I don't know if I will will have time on that. I think we are very... Accessible, you can talk to us on Twitter or Slack. We always respond, so if people have any questions, we are here. <laughs>
0: okay, thanks, folks. That was a really wonderful chat with Baptiste and Christophe, who do the Closure Dart project. You can check the Slack channel or check out any resources and talks they have on YouTube or Twitter. Thank you.